It's El Nina, I believe. I think it's La Nina. Sure. I'm not Latin. Um, yeah. I think that uh, uh, Spanish, the laws all end in an A, and the yeah, yeah, I was just L's kidding. all end in an O, yeah. I think. No, they do for sure. Not having taken Spanish, only taking French. Not if we want to dive in, but there's no X either going on there. <sighs> yeah, that's a weird one. I, I freely admit that that's a weird one. Like, I, I, I understand where the impulse comes from, but it kind of mostly comes from white people. No, well, it's not your language. Yeah. You're that, cha- now you're changing other people's yeah, language. Yeah, you're changing to, other people's language. That's a little different. To, to try to get, yeah. No, I agree. That's I forgot a, what the term was. God, we probably shouldn't dive in because I'm not that educated. But there's um something like a a, a they mm-hmm. um, that is not super um, object-based in Spanish. Okay. You know what I mean? So a neutral. Like a neutral it. But it's okay. not like that. Because you say it here and now you're... Now you're pretty demeaning yeah it's super demeaning but i'm pretty sure there's a pronoun there yeah that is not there yeah like you can it is so loaded that that it is difficult to call a dog or a cat or something like that no someone will get mad even though they really are their it's i mean that's i mean yeah it's shitting all over the house i don't find that offensive yeah yeah but uh, most people i don't know a lot of people big pet lovers are gonna say these motherfuckers are just offended by everything. Well, I think that's true, too. We were in uh, Texas, and we ended up seeing a comedy show. Nadim is helping one of Rogan's crew lose some weight and stuff. Um, David Lucas, who's incredibly talented and funny. Uh-huh. So we end up going to the show, and uh, I think partially for IP stuff, partially for... Um, Wanting people to be present, yeah, um, and then also the type of jokes I think they're start trying to throw around. They take your phone and they lock it up. Yeah, it's getting pretty common. Yeah, yeah. I loved it, and like in half their forty uh, percent of everyone's um, set probably couldn't make it to a Netflix or something. You know, yeah, Netflix yeah. would probably push back pretty hard. Uh, but it was funny, and everyone's laughing. And if everyone's there to laugh, I was about it. But there's a lot of you know, risque. A- things that I haven't heard in a long time because all the comedy I consume is on Netflix. Right. Which is obviously insanely commercial now. And Netflix just ate Comedy Central's lunch in terms of yeah. of comedy specials. Yeah, I don't even yeah, I don't even know what's going on in Comedy Central. All those channels Almost nothing. Yeah, all those channels are busted. MTV is just like Rob Deerdick on repeat. Comedy Central is just like I don't even know, but whatever show just on repeat. One of the, um, I can't remember which one it is, the 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 streaming with commercials platform that's owned by Paramount, that oh. isn't Paramount Plus. Yeah. Uh, they have a channel that is all old MTV and it's all music videos. Oh, so if you want to watch old music videos with commercials. Yeah. Well, I don't know about with commercials, but I thought about something like that even in the gym would be cool. Like maybe not in the gym gym floor but on like the cardio side or somewhere and you're just playing like my ultimate idea would be if you can match the music video to the song playing and you have it projected on a wall uh, yeah i i yeah i'm i'm tickled by that idea i will say i don't, yeah, know, I don't know the how, answer to that but i don't either and i don't know if it's worth the effort to figure out how you it, lock it, that all in it may not be but the general idea i think is kind of cool um but music videos and music videos are still a big thing. I didn't really know that, and I don't really know how they do. They're probably just YouTube based. But even those comedy specials now, 
because the comedians want to say what they want to say yeah. and not play the political game are just releasing their shit. Because I think you can do a mini paywall on YouTube now. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I think they're just releasing it on there for five ninety nine or whatever yeah. on their own, yeah. pocketing more cash potentially, and then be able to put the show out like they want, like self produced, kind of like the indie rapper take. You know, yeah. like if the labels only want you to do this type of music, but you're a creative and you think you actually can do something different and make it succeed. Fuck these labels. You really don't need them anymore with the internet. Yeah. You can do whatever the hell you want. So I'd realize you'd gone to a comedy show. I know you'd spent essentially a week in Texas, yeah? Yeah, six days, something like that. I don't even remember. You and Seabass and for a while, Avi. Right? Yeah. We did a little Austin. Shout out the boys at a game day. Visited that a little bit, filmed a little bit. Um, and then Houston, Texas for the Corrupted Classic, um, which is Russ Swole's team's meet. Um, yeah. There's a lot of fitness going on in Texas, man. There's a lot of stuff. I've always kind of had the question about how it came to be called corrupted. Because in my mind, that has a couple of connotations. None of them are good. So, um, Yeah, I don't know. I know there's a rapper named Corrupt. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, it's just like an edgy name. Corrupted strength. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of times, I automatically hear something. A lot of our friends are good at marketing. Yeah. And a lot of people in the industry are good at marketing. So by the time I hear the name or I think about it, it's already all I think about is now Russ in the gym. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. think about I don't think about the word. I think about files and then I think about politicians. Those are my two Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I don't even think about it as a word. I just think about it as the gym there. Corrupted strength. It's just an I mean it's just a name. I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I mean that's the truth of all business. I think we talked about it in one of the ten minute podcast uh episodes on Fridays where like the gears matter way more than what you think. Like you, th you think about the frosting of the cake, and that's mm -hmm. the name and the mm -hmm. logo. And that all that matters so much less than the actual gears going on. They got the equipment, the, vi the you know the vibe in the gym, uh -huh. the, the uh -huh. good members. The rest of it doesn't even matter. Yeah, when I think about the process that we went through with branding this gym and how like kind of everything that we liked and has ended up being part of the yeah. part of the branding. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's always ever evolving for every company. Um, you know, like Nike did just do it like crazy in the, in the nineties and then they went away and now it's just check marks in the early two thousands and now just do it and a bunch of other stuff comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Things always kind of go in waves. Yeah. I don't know where corrupted strength came from. I do not know. It was a cool spot. So we trained there a couple of times, went to alpha land, which I, I think like some people on the internet probably be like, man, alpha land's like overrated. Every TikToker's there, but that place is a masterpiece. Really? Yeah, Guzman went crazy, and he's doing things different. That's what the first thing I was talking with Bart about. I was like, dude, like, whether you like this gym or this is your vibe or you hate TikTok, like, Guzman created something that's never been created before. Really? Ever. Yeah, from like you walk in and it does. It looks like a it looks like a like a luxurious hotels lobby uh -huh. with stores and boutiques all through it. Holy! Crap. He has some machine that's like this pyramid. Let's say it's like four feet cube and within it has a fucking obi-wan kenobi we need your help leia graph like graphic 3d image in there oh, of his clothes oh my god it literally is that i'm like what the fuck is this like the craziest thing i've ever seen i, sh I don't know why i'm so i was probably too in awe i didn't take a picture of it seabass might have video of it but it's literally the size of this table into a pyramid projecting a 3d image of clothing crazy yes yeah, crazy and then the gyms itself are perfect they have one that's kind of um ac 
and more of a I would say a commercial gym, but it's not because he uh-huh. has a bunch of really good equipment, a bunch of like hammer strength stuff, but it has more of a, that vibe uh-huh. where you're indoors and feels more isolated or more insulated. And then you go through a hall and now you're outside and it feels like a Texas, you know, Metroflex gym. Okay. Same equipment, not same equipment, but you can have everything. Everything's in both. Wow. Um, so you have like preacher curls and shit in both, squat racks in both, whatever, cardio in both. Mm-hmm. And then the other one's just like a, huge you know barn style gym which i loved basketball courts soccer field yeah it was crazy it's crazy a full a restaurant inside bathrooms are all luxurious yeah it was a really good mix and so it makes sense a lot of people kind of move there you know i think people probably move there for the clout but i, I honestly think people may stay there because it is just cool it's nice i don't know what it costs to go to there but that's a good question yeah i think a day pass was normal-ish price 15 25 i don't know texas is all right i think the older i get and i've said this for a long time i could just kind of live anywhere because i just don't do much mm. if you have like pretty good food you have good internet i have a nice house and i'm safe you know what i mean some people are like oh i have to live in because i do i have to live in sacramento because i ski right. so i gotta go to tahoe you know all winter but like i don't do anything like that i uh i just like sacramento i do too I do. And um, there are other places I could probably live, but uh, I can afford to live here and go there more than I could afford to live there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Hawaii or something, but I don't even know what it would like to be live there. I like the change of seasons, which we have pretty good. Yeah. They don't have a whole 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 lot there. I heard Texas got cold as soon as I left, but when we were there, it was like 75 and swampy as shit. which i don't mind working out in actually felt good yeah but like walking around all day yeah you're all swamped up yeah i um i mean i could probably go spend a month in new york and that's uh, you know but i don't think i could like live there live there just because it's fucking expensive compared to you know lifestyle here yeah although this has become a fairly expensive place to live and then you know i fucking love london and i could just go there for i mean i'm gonna go to europe for a month but yeah i'm not gonna spend the whole time in in london yeah a lot of it uh, yeah i guess is just money because we were just in a group chat uh, nadim sent us a house i don't even know where somewhere in texas and it's a literal mansion for 350k jesus christ literal mansion yeah insane architecture four thousand square foot will not buy a one bedroom in my neighborhood yeah no you can't buy anything in sack yeah three hundred thousand. i don't know you can't buy a condo downtown. No. Yeah. You, you can't buy, buy anything. I think a condo, the cheapest condo I've seen is about five five fifty. If they had condos in, in like North Islands and Sac. Yeah, in the Burbs. Yeah, you might be able to get a house somewhere in South Sac. But even then it might need work with three hundred. Yeah. yeah. Um it is like the everyone's kind of getting elevated in pricing and stuff, but uh certain cities are just going crazy. You, know, you go to Cleveland, Ohio or Detroit, you buy a house for eighty K still, but there's nowhere in California you're doing that. Nowhere even on the West Coast. Yeah. You know, even the the boonies of Oregon, I imagine, are going to be more expensive than that. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that is true for sure. But um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I was in Texas earlier this year. I liked it well enough in Austin. I was yeah. fine. I've been yeah, in cool. Texas before. I just I haven't. I didn't do the gym thing in Texas because I typically just try not to work out on yeah. vacation. Um, and I'm and I'm really kind of easing myself back into to lifting again after after spending a long time not lifting much. Um, and I'm, I'm really, like, I decided the, the first, you know, month, I'm literally going to try to get better cardiovascular shape 
like period. Take a little foundation. So I can tolerate it. Yeah. And then just sort of start adding things in a few um a few times a week. Uh different body parts, different exercises, whatever. I got on the the belt squat yesterday. We felt pretty good. Didn't die, didn't blow up my knee. Yeah. You know good day one. Yeah. Just like just slowly but surely back into it. And I think that maybe that's I think it's part of the problem for for some people is that they feel like they have to go balls in on everything all the time. Yeah, and, but no habit's created that way. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. good habit that is. Yeah, and it has to be a good experience. Like every time, basically has to be. Even if you don't like, you might not be super motivated to do it, but if it's a good experience with it, you're 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 more likely to stick with it. Yeah, well, it's a little life coachy and all the shit I talk shit on but it is true like if you quit once you can quit again yeah so like if you you know like, i love that yeah, yeah. So if you if you quit once you can absolutely quit yeah. again it's yeah. just way easier so like you you have to set yourself up so you don't quit yeah so instead of saying like all right i'm gonna start working out i'm gonna go six days a week double days you're gonna miss one that's quitting or yeah. quitting's extreme but you know what i mean so just say okay i'm gonna go twice a week and just don't fucking miss twice a week. Yeah. And then do that for six weeks, and then you could easily add a third day because now you're locked in. Right. But you got to set yourself up that way where you're right. Everyone goes like zero to 100. It's like, oh, I'm going to go for anything, diet. I've been eating McDonald's every day, and now I'm going to track my macros and eat chicken breast. Like, no, you're not. You're going to fail. Yeah. You're, you're I, literally setting yourself up for failure. Speaking of eating the same thing every day, I don't know if I got it. Hold on. It's on my phone. It's not showing up on here. There's a dude that ate... Um, it's on Vice's Instagram. Is it McDonald's guy? Big Mac guy? No, no. Because there was a Big Mac guy for a second. This guy did uh, rotisserie chicken every day for 40 days. I don't know if the quality in rotisserie chickens have gone down or what, but I remember getting them in like high school out of like a regular grocery store, uh-huh. like our Rayleigh's or whatever, uh-huh. which is our nicer-ish, right? Yeah. Like they're not... Yeah, bad, they're 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 above good. average. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. yeah, it's not luxury, but it's, it's not, not trash. Whole Foods, but it's yeah. And even now, right? You might even compare them because Whole Foods is a little different than it used to be. But yeah. long story short, now I'll get a rotisserie chicken. I feel like I'm eating the pink goo from McDonald's. Oh, they just always feel wet and like salty and like full of water. They just always taste weird. Because uh, they've probably been brined within an inch of them, their Maybe lives they're, before it, they're cooked. Yeah, and, and it's probably been rotisseded for fucking yeah. eight, three days rather than just a day. Yeah, yeah. This guy, um, he, he said, "I this is, his name is Alexander Taminsky. He is a, uh, a server, a, a waiter in uh, Philadelphia. You know, uh, another thing about Texas, two things. One pisses me, both piss me off actually. One is, how is their food, their meat, and their veggies that I know they're probably getting from us fucking cheaper? That blew my mind. Uh, That's a good question. I don't know the answer. You know what I I mean? I didn't notice that at all, by the way. Really? Yeah. yeah. When I went, we went to the grocery store a couple times, obviously to cook and save a little bit of money. We were just Airbnb in it. Uh, It was cheaper for sure. Not like drastic, but I could tell, you know, like little things. Like Mm. I kind of bought the same shit I would buy here, and it was like 30 bucks cheaper. You know, like a little bit of meat, a little bit of yogurt, kind of basic shit. Yeah. Some fruits, some berries. And then two, and maybe this is a little, I don't think so, because I lived in the suburbs here too. Their grocery stores are way better than ours. I think I talked about the one that, that we went to in, in Austin, sort of North Austin. Yeah. Out in the- Was it a H-E-B? Because even H-E-B's shit on every store we have here. No, this was another one. Um, speaking of Whole Foods, the original Whole Foods is, yeah, is cool. downtown. Yeah, that's um, cool. But I can't remember what I can't remember the name of this one, but it's, it was massive. Yeah. It was huge. I wonder if it was an H E B. H E B felt like a really nice Winco. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have Winco. Like our Wincos are kind of weird. Yeah. But they're big 
and they're like semi bulk, you know, yeah, but yeah. not. The H E B felt like it was huge. And they had a bunch of like there were metal tins. Mm-hmm. Like think of um a ready made what are they even called? Like a microwave dinner? Like a frozen dinner, you know, frozen that you, dinner, that you yeah. do for yourself. It felt like a fresh version of that. It would come in a metal tin. It was uh-huh. only of that day. And you can and you can just throw it in the oven for ten minutes. Oh, it's they, ready to rock. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a lot of like grab and go. Yeah, kind of but and it was like quality. Stuff, yeah, like yeah. new. This wasn't frozen. This was fresh. Oh, okay. So they must have just made it that day, uh-huh. and they had a whole section. You could get Spanish food, Italian food, meat and rice. I was like, dude. And obviously, in where I live in particular in Sac, there's no grocery store. Like it literally, there's one, and it's a piece of shit. Yeah. So I'm. I'm and I just, yeah, just the amount of like drinks they had and different coffees and shit, like 30 yogurts. I love that bullshit. See, yeah, I see H-E-B in here. That's not the one I went to. H-E-B was rad. Even their gas stations, I'm, I've talk, I think I've talked about it here. I've talked about it on my vlogs for sure. I love like gas stations because I love like looking at the new protein bars and chips and yeah, shit. Yeah. I just love they, that. They always get the weird shit there that you can't get anywhere and else. And way better and way yeah. cleaner. Our gas stations are always fucking sketchy. Yeah. Uh, Central Market's the one I'm talking about. There's a there there's there are a number of them. Um, yeah, there's stuff shitted on ours. Yeah, no, that was it. Was like one of the coolest. Like, I think I talked about. Have you ever been out to uh, the big uh, international grocery out in Rancho? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, just yeah. got go from space to space to yeah. space. How do we not have more of that here? I don't know. I, that's, that's a really good question. Why do our regular, like our regular grocery stores, I guess, like our Safeway or Save Mart or something, are literal trash? I think that part of it uh, is this is going to sound anti-capitalistic, but I think it's true. I think that we've had so much consolidation that um, it's kind of eliminates competition when you don't have competition and there's no reason to have something nicer, and so you just deal with the yeah, thing. true. But you so, think H E B would just move west and crush people? Yeah, I don't know who owns H E B. I don't either, but I doubt it's Safeway. No, it's probably not. But like Safeway, like H E B, literally, it's like I don't know a comparison to not insult people out there, but it's like you know, it's like a fucking Bentley versus a Hyundai. Like it felt yeah. insane difference from yeah, our grocery like, stores. Uh, you've been to Knob Hill here, yeah, yeah, I think so. Knob Hills are pretty nice. Yeah, those are like uh, Rayleigh's upper echelon. Yeah, 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 yeah those yeah. are nice. Yeah, even a whole yeah, even Whole Foods isn't what it used to be. Supposedly, yeah, we don't even have one of them down here. We ain't got shit. Our little local stuff's okay, but. It, even that, like our co-op or whatever. Co-op's pretty good. But yeah. it's fucking expensive. It's typically very expensive unless you're a member and even then. Yeah, and then you're not getting like everything. Like why can't I get organic broccoli and a Diet Coke somewhere? Oh, yeah, because you can't get a Diet Coke there. No, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm sure that it's probably because they don't want to make deals with the with those distributors. Right, or, I, and they're on this organic, you know, hippie yeah, tip. Which, I bet it's more one than the other though. Maybe. Yeah, business always kind of runs things. But I feel like that's not too much to ask. I'm just trying to get like healthy-ish meat and a Diet Coke. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. They probably don't want to do business with a big company like that. Maybe they can't meet the MOQs. But either way, it's just all kind of annoying to me. I'm trying to find out who owns H-E-B. It might be their own shit. What's the other one? Wegmans oh, or something? Uh, the Butt Family. <laughs> Literally, the extended Butt Family owns <laughs> approximately 90% of the San Antonio-based uh, H-E-B, which Forbes currently values H-E-B. Mr. Butt. At just over $17 billion. Yeah, just move move out here then. The rest is owned by uh, employees through an ownership program the company created in 2015. So four billionaires behind HEB. All right, move west, teams. Yeah, I, I mean, Southern California has some, some better options sometimes, but like c- 
Kroger is about to buy Safeway here. I've heard Kroger's okay. Kroger's okay, but Safeway uh, Kroger is in Oregon or no? I think so. Yeah, well, Oregon, Washington. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Kroger's everywhere, right? I think they might even be Texas. Possibly. Yeah. We just don't have very many of them in California the, yet. That even blew my mind. Just visiting family as a kid in Cleveland, I was like, "Dude, you guys don't even have the same grocery stores? They have a Giant Eagle. It's one of their main ones." And I was like, "That's weird." As a kid, I didn't understand it. Yeah. I still don't really understand it. Yeah. There's some big ones in Canada, but there I've uh, never been thrilled by groceries in Canada, Canada. to be honest. Because it's yeah. hard to get, I mean, it's hard to get some of the, the, the kinds of stuff that we're used to here. Some, yeah. of, the, some of the produce, um, meat, poultry, all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's a cheese, though. You can get some fucking amazing cheeses up there. You can. And I know, I know it's taxes and shit, but it, yeah, it doesn't make sense that our food's the most expensive. Like obviously Hawaii is probably more or something, but yeah, I mean that's why like we get a lot of our or most of our our produce and stuff at farmers markets. Yeah, you know and that's a whole yeah direct to source. It's a whole commitment to go do that, but you know if you're going to go to the grocery store, you true. could you just easily go to the farmers market. True. Um. Anyway, let's take a little break. Then I want to talk about a uh, I would say timely seasonal topic. I'm in this group on um, on Facebook. I don't know, it's not like a secret group or whatever, but it's something that Jay Ashman started. It's just like guys talking to other guys about shit that guys are 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 dealing with, bugged by, whatever, whatever. And um, more than one person has talked about how they f- just fucking hate this time of year. Yeah, the holidays. It's crazy. I didn't know fucking or a week out from. Thanksgiving already. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's coming up fast. That's wild. And, um, like, growing up with, uh, in a family where there was a kind of a lot of, of emphasis put on the holidays, particularly, like, my dad's extended family. That was, like, a, and he was, like, a big proponent of that. But he also. Because they liked it? Um, I don't know if they liked it or not. They didn't fucking get along very well most of the other time. Yeah, so that's what everyone says with big family shit. Yeah, they didn't, you know, and it ended up ultimately being that we would do like three Christmases because you can get yeah. couldn't get everybody into one place. And Dad was like, you know, he was kind of like a family peacekeeper and 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 stuff. So he would we would go all over the place. Eventually, you know, I get to be a teenager, or whatever. We stopped doing that shit. So and couple uncles died off and the you know yeah, yeah. those parts of the family Spread drifted drifted further away and and one thing or another but like my dad also had um he always had the like the winter blues like the you know like a seasonal affective disorder winter. i wonder do you think that's maybe why he tried to go so hard on the holidays cheer think, himself up maybe i think that's a real possibility yeah. yeah and he would probably never admit to it but it was just so obvious that he would you know i do wonder if that We'll play. A, I don't know because it's obviously the internet just gives more information now. But I wonder if more people move equator style. Because like, yeah, Texas gets a winter, but it ain't the same. No, no. And even here, like, it's obviously not that bad. We get a little gloom, yeah. and, it's, and it's been cold as shit. That's why I brought up El Nino. Yeah, it's been fucking cold. Yeah, it's been pretty cold. I th- I realized it's not so cold back here right now, but I'm looking at the heater right now and it looks like it's on. So oh, that yeah, probably has something maybe. to do with it. Yeah, maybe that too. Yeah. But even even uh, yeah, just I feel like it doesn't get this cold till like Jan normally for us. Yeah, no, I think that's typically true. That's like 40s, 50s. For those that don't know, California yeah. is quite large. I don't yes. know why that's a pet peeve. A lot of things don't piss me off, but it pisses me off when people think like. I I think it pisses me off because people think they know. 
you know, but like California is so fucking big. We're half an hour away, man, 45 minutes away from snow. Yeah. We're 45 minutes away from ocean. Yeah. And we get to 100 and fucking whatever degrees. Right. But then you go to San Diego, very far from snow. It's going to be 80 all year round. You know, like it's just so varied yeah. here. You Humid. go north, you go towards like Shasta and then it's cold all fucking year. You know, yeah. like it's just so different and people don't know. So when I say like, or because pe- I think it's, uh, I'll do like YouTube videos in a beanie or something. And people start talking uh-huh. like a oh, whole California kid, huh? Like shut the fuck up. It's 35 <laughs> degrees. It's cold. Yeah, it's it's cold. 35 degrees when I used to come to the gym. Yeah. That's it, cold. That's cold. Was, I don't care where you're from. 35 is cold. It was 37 this morning. Yeah. That's cold. I don't care if you're from Detroit. I don't, yeah. If you're from North Pole, 35. Five degrees yeah. is cold. I don't. I don't care where you're from anyway. But that's. But yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's a pet peeve of mine. No, and it, it's like, oh, oh yeah, oh, I have a friend who lives in California. You know, so and so. It's like Cal. There, are, you know, how many million people live in California? Yeah. I can't help you. I'm sorry. Maybe Sacramento because we're pretty small. But other than that, California's giant. And everybody thinks that we're at the beach all the time, or in the mountains all the time, yeah. or whatever. And that's not really true either. I mean, living near the beach is a, the most expensive thing yeah. you can do in California. Well, and even even that, like. Our beaches aren't that nice, if you ask me. I love our Monterey, Carmel type beach, but it's not what you're swimming in. And then even San Diego, like, meh. If I'm going to beach beach, I need like a Hawaii, Mexico, warm water deal. San Diego's okay. Yeah, um, uh, some of the some of the southern eastern seaboard Atlantic yeah, cities have there. warm water. Yeah, it gets there. Yeah, yeah. even yeah, even Florida is a little better off than we are. It's yeah. just way more south. Yeah, people don't realize that. Yeah. For sure. The, uh, our maps are distorted. No, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think if you go direct west from us, or sorry, east from us, you hit like fucking Cleveland and shit. Where people think if you go direct east from us, you hit like Florida. Yeah. But it's we're like highly tilted. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Our climate is is um, kind of similar to like northern Italy, honestly. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. In that zone. Um. So anyway, I started thinking about this this morning. I sort of, I actually, before I was fully awake, thinking about what are we going to talk about today, um, and thinking about that group where people complaining about whatever. I think that part of the thing that about the, the holidays is that they're almost always disappointing, versus what you see on TV or what you see now on social media, or whatever. Everybody's doing something really fucking cool, yeah, yeah. and it, and everybody's appears to be getting along or whatever and if your family is not like that or you don't really have anybody that you're you're having holidays with yeah it, it it's tough i mean that expectation game is difficult yeah i don't know i've uh talked with a lot of friends like this and people always like throw me a pity sorry when it's when they're like oh what are you doing for holidays i'm like oh i don't really do much like i just kind of hang out with my mom i don't really have like family and they're like, oh i'm so sorry i'm like no i'm sorry for you <laughs> like you you got to go Deal with drink your f- wine with people you don't like. Yeah, like me and my yeah. mom get along great. I'm just, she's just gonna make me cookies and I'm gonna play with my dog. Like I'm I'm cool. <laughs> like you know what I mean. And yeah. it's kind of always been that way. Like, it's kind of a little sad, you know, like without having dad around because my holidays were small growing up too. It was just the four of us: my sister, my mom, and my dad. So that that sucks a little bit, obviously, and like reminders of things. Mm-hmm. Like my dad sounds like a little bit like yours. Like he was really into the holidays, mm-hmm. but I think he was genuinely into them. I don't think he got the blues, maybe, but I, he just liked. He liked giving, and he liked holiday spirit, and he liked like fucking around. So he liked decorating the tree, and he'd blast fucking shitty Christmas music. He just mm-hmm. kind of about that. And so like all holidays growing up were always super cool. Um, so I miss a little bit of that, obviously. But um, yeah, it sounds way worse. I don't want to run around 
all my friends did what you did. They have like huge families. So they're doing like Christmas morning here, Christmas mm-hmm. night there, and then Christmas Eve here. I don't want to do that. I do it all just at my mom's house. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't pity myself at all. <laughs> I, I, I like it because I actually get to relax. Like yeah. it's actually a day of just like good food. Sometimes we don't even do gifts. Sometimes we do gifts, and then we'll just like watch shitty fucking Home Alone movies and shit. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um. We have kind of tried to downplay gifts because it was just getting stupid, yeah. you know. And it, it so much effort goes into buying things, and like family members, you know them, but you don't know them. Yeah. Yeah, especially extended. Yeah, and you're you're just it turns into a box checking exercise. Yeah, it's I like, understand what? why people do the white elephant deal or whatever. Yeah, because then but, it's just kind of fun, and you're doing one gift. Yeah, those get funky too. I don't remember what the rules are this year for for Christmas. I'm I'm, I'm turning to Sam; he doesn't remember either. We change rules every few years yeah, about like about dollar amount. Oh, or, yeah, right, or about or, you know who, what kind of thing. And I I mean, it's turned into the last couple. You're supposed to be like one gift, and it's you you it's like male or female or whatever, and then we you choose your you know the wrapped gift for yourself and we use a different algorithm every year for yeah, yeah. who gets to choose first is often age or whatever yeah yeah when you have kids in the equation i feel like holidays can be fun yeah like i did halloween not this year but year before with bar geo and taika and that's way more fun because he's fucking stoked oh yeah you know it's, we're going to dinner at like a nice italian place and he yeah. still wants to wear a spider-man outfit like that feels holiday to me and cool yeah. but um yeah otherwise it's just not really yeah, I mean, but on the flip side of that, though, like if you walk out of Christmas and you didn't really get any kind of meaningful gift at all from anybody, that sucks too. It you can. Know? I've never been like a big gift person for some reason. I'm not a big gift yeah, person, so I don't person either. But like, it, but if you're if if you see cool gifts being given yeah, and yeah. you don't get anything, which you know honestly has happened to me any number of times, yeah, over the years. Um, you start to feel like, well, fuck this holiday. Yeah, like, I think that's like big, that's a, fam- big family stuff too. Yeah, back to to expectation versus reality. It's like, eh. um, so I I looked at a couple of different articles, and actually, this is the one I think that that adds the most value um, to the equation. This is really, I th- this is from um, Mayo Clinic. I thought I thought it was from somewhere else, but it's Mayo Clinic. Uh, I think that. Um, item number one on this list is acknowledging your feelings if somebody close to you died recently or you can't be with your with your family and loved ones or friends or whatever it's okay to just be honest about that just like with yourself and with everyone else and say you know it's this is a holiday but i'm not going to feel that great because that's just how it is yeah yeah. and if if you your expectation low sometimes you feel better i don't know the year that um the first Thanksgiving that both of my parents were gone because I lost them within a, within a year, like I stayed home on Thanksgiving yeah, by yeah. myself. I needed to be by myself because I couldn't talk about it. That was the worst of it. Right, I or didn't like want, fake be happy. Yeah, I couldn't fake be happy and I couldn't talk to anybody about it because I just, it did, you know, it feels very performative yeah. that people ask even though it's probably legitimate, but yeah. But yeah, what are you supposed to say? Well, yeah, what can you say? Yeah, when people still say like "sorry," I'm like, I don't know. yeah, yeah, but you didn't, yeah, like, you didn't do it. It's not that kind of. A, it's right. not really. Well, it's, it's going to happen to you, but yeah, that's yeah. what I want to say. Like, well, you you're, you're going to lose someone you love too, motherfucker. <laughs> when, when somebody loses a parent, you know, because it, you know, both of us have lost lost parents. Um, when somebody loses a parent, I will say, "Sucks, been there." Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. because I like, like, okay, we're in this club now. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, where we we don't have a. a a parent or or either parent to um to backstop us anymore i wasn't particularly reliant on my parents but i do miss them yeah of course 
you know and yeah, of course and going into holidays like i said my dad was very into to the holidays particularly thanksgiving that was kind of their their big holiday um and you know their birthdays are in december and all this and for for years this this time of year was was difficult for me yeah. and talk, coming back to acknowledging it i finally realized like i can't I can't honor every single fucking anniversary that happens in this period of time of anniversaries of their births, of their deaths. My mom died the day after Christmas. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. And, it's a lot uh, a lot to remember, and then it's a lot of pressure, and then it's, like, fucking emotionally draining. Yeah. Yeah, I've never really done a lot of those. Like, I'll do a little thing by myself maybe, but, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's like I can't, I can't, I can't put that much thought and weight into it because it weighs everything else down. Yeah. Well, that's like if you celebrate like every homie's birthday, you're like, dude, I know a hundred people. I can't fucking do all their birthdays. Right. Yeah. Are we going to eat cake every day of the year? Yeah. Well, only if you're into cake. I'd be into pie, but I'd probably eat pie every day. That's, Push came to shove. That's but. why I like Thanksgiving. You just do a little bit of both. A little yeah. bit of chocolate sitting around for no reason. Eat that too. Yeah. Uh, Number two on this list was reaching out. If you feel lonely, isolated, seek out community, religious, I don't know if that's really going to make anybody feel better, but sometimes it does. Uh, other social events or communities, uh, many have websites. Friendsgiving became a big thing, I feel like, when I started getting in college. Maybe it was a thing before that, and I just didn't know it because the internet, but Friendsgiving seems like a really cool concept where, yeah, like people can't go home because of college. I think yeah. it probably started, right? They can't like, oh, I can't. We only yeah. have Thursday off. I can't fly home. And so, oh, we'll just do like a dinner here, a potluck. And then I think more people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s kept doing that because maybe they're married or not married or maybe they don't have family close by or family yeah. at all. Seems like a cool concept. Yeah, a lot of people uh, use the term like chosen family. Yeah, yeah. You know, people that you're not really related to but that are – that that occupy occupy those spaces in your life. Yeah, we had more of that growing up, I feel like. My my family, either side, I don't know, was very well off, so they didn't travel a lot. And so we'd go to Cleveland here and there for Christmas, um, but not that often. Because uh, then we had my my mom's mom had dementia, so we couldn't really travel very oh, easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she, she, you know, like change of environment for people with dementia is really hard. Yeah, yeah. And so we'd, we'd mostly just stay home. But then my dad and mom's best friend, um, I would just call him Uncle Joe, uh, they're from the Bay Area. They would come up. And it was mm. kind of like that. We'd do like New Year's with them or something. I kind of had more holidays like that than, or like my homies always would come over for Thanksgiving after like their family shit. They'd mm. just come eat dessert or we'd go to my buddy's Brad's afterwards. That became kind of a thing for a while because his mom's a caterer and made hella good food. So we'd we'd <laughs> nice. like, we'd do like dinner with our families and then we'd go get do dessert at the homie's house. Yeah. Um, I think stuff like that probably should be more talked about or normalized. Yeah, who, who like, why do you got to go hang out with your like third cousin Karen when you fucking hate her? Like, I don't want to celebrate with somebody that makes me feel weird. Like, yeah. just go celebrate with people. I'd rather be alone for one. And then two, yeah, I'd way rather just be with people that like put me in a good mood. Like, why are we wasting our holiday? <laughs> and you know, just that's for the sake point. of tradition. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, fuck them. Like who says? Who made the rule? Well, that's the thing. That's there are a lot of rules around family and shit that are you know that like baseball has unspoken rules. Like that's yeah. like the, the rule book for for unspoken rules is larger than the actual rule book. Yeah, uh, families. It's it's same same kind of thing. And like you're supposed to continue to have like responsibility for family members or whatever, whatever, whatever for fucking ever. And I'm, I just can't, I just can't. Yeah. I think it depends on how you grew up with them. Cause like, I, I do truly believe in loyalty despite people pissing me off. I, I do like that. Um, 
and maybe it's easy for me to say cause I just didn't grow up with that much family, so it doesn't affect me. But if you grow up with a cousin, you know, forever, and they're yeah. just a bit of a shithead, yeah, man, show them some loyalty. But if they're just people you literally only talk to on Christmas, yeah, yeah, you three, three yeah, three hundred sixty-four days a year, you're not talking to them, yeah, then I'm probably just cutting them out. <laughs> Sorry, we're not doing Christmas this year neither. Yeah, your nu- your nuclear family is one thing. I think you know, just mom, dad. Yeah, yeah. If you siblings. grew up with them, yeah, that's one thing. But you know, some people still have to cut those people out of their lives too, for sure. Yeah, I think it depends. Uh, yeah, again, like how you grew up. Because some of my homies, my buddy Justin is like my best friend. Think about how he grew up. He grew up with his cousins, mm-hmm. so they do they do like everything. Fourth of July, they'll mm-hmm. do football games. They'll do all this stuff. Kyle's like that too, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he literally grew up on the same land as everybody. Yeah. Um, and so like I, that part I get, like cool. Yeah. Then then celebrate with them because you do hang out with them, and so you go through up and downs. I'm not saying like cut anybody out that you bump heads with because you're gonna bump heads with everyone but just just to say oh i have to see karen you know only on christmas every year and you don't like them just fucking be an adult and say hey this year we're just gonna do it this way or i'm just gonna do it with my grandma or i'm just gonna do it with johnny yeah who gives a fuck why ruin your own day because chances are if you don't like them they don't like you (laughs) and so they don't want to do it either right like i think it's rare that someone loves you and you hate them yeah, it happens, but yeah. Yeah, chances are you both rub each other a little wrong, so just yeah. go somewhere else. Fuck yeah. them. Uh, I, actually, that uh, um, that gets into, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but there's a bullet point called setting aside differences. Like, try to accept family members and friends as they are, yeah. even if they don't live up to all your expectations. It's like, yeah, that's one thing. Like, But if you just fucking don't get along with them. Or if they're loud, that's easy to do when someone's quiet. Yeah. If they're annoying and you hate this and that. If if yeah like the unspoken rule of not talking politics yeah but joey always brings up politics well then what are you supposed to do <laughs> you can't set my differences aside when this motherfucker's talking politics the whole time yeah you know yeah you just you know i mean i, I don't know how to shut down those arguments or other than to say i'm talk, not talking about that and just yeah. disengage yeah but then yeah it's just all weird and i think that um like a, another thing has sort of been a tradition in in, in our family is uh having this kind of safe zone like there's a place in the house that you can escape from everyone you're still there but you're like don't have to directly interact with people yeah yeah that's Um, good yeah yeah you turn a movie on so if you're in front of the tv you're just kind of watching or you know a game a lot of a lot of thanksgiving games yeah that's good because it's hard to really get fucked up there yeah and it's hard to have a conversation especially if you keep turning it up so (laughs) so people can't talk over over the um, thing. See, this is all the shit that I feel. Yeah, lucky. Whenever everyone, I'm telling you, my whole life has been like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, you don't have like a big family." I'm like, oh, bitch, I'm good. I'm really good. I'm good without a big ass family. And I do have a big family. Don't get me wrong. I have a large, beautiful family, but I just don't see them. Yeah, you know, we're just not tight. Not tight. But they're enough. great people. All of them. They are. I just don't see them. Yeah, it's not like we did every Christmas together. I've never done a consecutive Christmas with any family. Really? No. That's crazy. Yeah, just mom. Because huh. Cleveland, because then and then we didn't have like a ton of money even when I was a kid. So then like flying again, even with the dementia situation, flying five of us to Cleveland wasn't super cheap. Right. And then we're all staying at my aunt's house, and that's chaos as fuck. And then Argentina, my mom just texts me. Side note, she was looking up flights, and she's like, "Oh, it's like thirteen hundred to Argentina, which is like normal." Uh-huh. But she tries to normally do like business or first class, uh-huh. just because it's a eighteen hour. She's right. like, "It's fourteen grand." What? And I was like, I've never heard of that gap. Oh my god! Yeah, like thirteen hundred international big old flight. Okay, because yeah. same idea when people think about like Sacramento to where we're north and south versus the rest yeah. of the nation. Like Argentina's 
most West Coast lines up with the most East Coast of America. So not only are you going way fucking south, but you're flying way east from Sacramento. Yeah. Um, and so I understand, okay, 1300 but 14 grand. God damn. And for us, like, it's always cheaper to figure out, well, not always, often cheaper to figure out how to, how to go out of San Francisco or Oakland yeah. or whatever and not- For big flights. Yeah, out of Sacramento because, like, we have an airport. Yeah, it's a reasonable size airport, but it's, it's international or whatever. Yeah, but it's not, it's very expensive to go in and out here. Um, uh, what did I skip out? I skipped uh, I skipped set aside difference. I, I mean, skipped two set aside difference. Be realistic, and that's something I was talking about earlier. I think your expectations can be awfully high for how things are going to go, and your expectations for what you can tolerate from other from from whoever we're going to get together with too. Like plan a visit that's short yeah, or yeah. talk to him on the phone or, or send yeah, him leave a text. Early. Yeah, leave, leave early. early. Yeah. yeah. Who gives a shit? Like act like you're overscheduled and you have to go somewhere else. And you, I mean, it's, it's okay to lie in these circumstances. Yeah. And it's okay to be straight up to, yeah. and if they get weird about it, fuck them. Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I want to spend some time alone on this holiday. Fuck yeah. them. Yeah. Um, who, who are they to judge you? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> particularly if, you know, if you're working the kind of job where, where, you just don't get much time off. Yeah, like, yeah. Spend some time alone. Yeah, yeah you, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. You need like you need to re. You, let's face it. Family gatherings can be work. Yeah. And you don't want. That's not another kind of work you want to do in that yeah. moment. Like, particularly if if you have a very stressful job. Or that's how I feel about all social interactions. Because you know, and obviously I'm more of an introvert than other people. People are like, oh, I'm off work on Friday. I'm going to go do social things. I mean, that's just as draining for me. I don't understand how the whole like bar industry is going to survive and stuff because like the whole idea of like hanging out in a bar with a shit ton of people and getting shit faced is not something I can even, I mean, I'm getting old and I've done yeah. my share of it, but it's never been the thing I did all the time. I, and I, and it, I just, I think it's just going to die off. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that there's always 50 more percent of people that just love I think they need to drown their thoughts. And this is me being a a little bit of an elitist hater, but I think they need to drown their thoughts and their only way to do that is be around other people. They can't be alone. And so what's the easiest place to do that? A bar. Yeah. Just always alcohol makes it easy to talk to people. A bar is an easy excuse to meet someone. Mm -hmm. And you're just always, yeah, there's always going to be folks that want to drown their thoughts. Even when like VR and shit go crazy, people are always going to want it. I think that the whole like metaverse thing is going to collapse in on itself because I don't think that's how people really want to interact with each other. There's a limited number of people who want to do it that way. People uh, want to interact in person. I think based on the technology we have right now. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like, I don't know how much how much better it's going to get. Oh, it'll get better. Oh, it's going to go crazy. It might be hundreds of years. But it's going to be a long time yeah, before that's it. But yeah, once once because then you get into matrix theory, obviously. But once it's closer to what reality is, yeah then it would be hard to deny. Maybe so. Maybe so. People can get past the uncanny valley aspect of it, maybe. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, once once yeah, once more they already have like these weird I think I was I forgot who I was talking about. But they already have like basically sensors you can put anywhere on your body to move any part or feel any part. Yeah. You know, so you start to get some weird things going on. Yeah. Start to get a lap dance in, in the metaverse and <laughs> the, you you feel it. The only thing that 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 makes me think this shit is actually like possible to even work is uh, the fact that if you get one of like those robot dogs or whatever, like people interact with them like they're real. Especially the oh, yeah. older they are, the more likely they are to. Yeah, yeah. And like, ugh, all right, if your brain can do that, if your brain brain is plastic enough to do that, yeah, it might work 
to do a VR whatever. But I still, yeah, just based on technology. Because we can't think about it because we haven't experienced it. But if it hypothetically feels like reality, yeah, yeah. there's no reason not to. Because then we can be with our family for 10 minutes and then bounce. Yeah. Right? Talking about the holidays. We could do Christmas dinner and kind of <laughs> the most dumbed down version happened during the pandemic. People are doing right Zoom dinners uh-huh. or whatever. But imagine you're in the same room and it feels like the same room, except you can snap your finger and not be there. Yeah. <laughs> You run to the bathroom and not be in the room. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I'm going to go take a shit, and then you just never come back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. No, there's some benefits there for sure. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, One of these, I don't know, is easy for me. It's probably easy for you, too, is sticking to a budget. I don't, like, go crazy buying gifts for people. I just don't. Yeah, we, we, again, lucky to have a small family. We just never really did that. Me, like, we would, growing up a little bit more, early 20s, we would, do stuff for each other. So me and my dad would go shop for my sister and my mom mm-hmm. or whatever, and we just kind of all do it together. But I don't know. I, I've said this many times, but I was just, I'm a lucky dude, man. I had a really good family. So like we never put a lot of pressure on gifts. Mm-hmm. Maybe as a kid I felt it, you know, like, oh, I hope my dad really gets me this bicycle or whatever. But I think every kid kind of feels that way, right? Like holidays are based around objects when you're fucking eight years old. So oh, I, yeah. I had that yeah. kind of normal. But beyond that, I don't know. I don't know how my parents did it. I probably should have paid more attention, but they uh, they never made it superficial. Mm. It was more about the dinner. It was more about going grocery shopping. It was more about what movies we're watching. Th- Thanksgiving's more about throwing the football around in between football games at mm. halftime and shit. Yeah. About the food, for sure, mm-hmm. which maybe is unhealthy in some instances, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, I was lucky in that sense. So we never had to do a budget. We never did like a tit for tat, like, oh, damn. They bought my sister a sixty dollar gift, and mine's forty. Or yeah, you know, yeah. It just was never part of our culture, which I'm I'm very lucky. And I think that like in our families, uh, the everybody's well enough off that like you can buy your own shit. You can buy your own shit. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Even just as an adult, whether you're well off or not, I would like, so much rather buy my own shit. Yeah, if honest, you really but... need something, and yeah, like a thoughtful thing here and there, sure, that's cool. Or something people need is cool. Yeah. You know, and you know they won't buy them for themselves. I'm not anti-gift giving, but yeah, there is always a weird pressure about it that I don't like. Yeah, so it it it's been hallmarked to death, yeah. I think. Um this was plan ahead. I don't know. I mean, that's obviously um like if you don't feel like you have a plan, it's like anything else. If you don't have a plan to work toward, you don't have you don't know when specifically things are happening what other than the actual holiday date. Yeah. You know, I think that one goes without saying. Learning to say no, I think it's the thing that we've said a number of times. Um, and it's really just about not stretching yourself past the point that you're comfortable. Yeah. And if people don't understand that, then that's not your real family. Yeah. That's what I always say about friends and stuff. If my friends get so offended that I say, no, I don't want to go to the bar, then those aren't my people. Yeah. Um, one of these we definitely talked about is just taking a breather, take some time for yourself, regardless of how you have to do it. You yeah, know? I used to do shit like that when I do get into events, like past girlfriends, right? You just go walk the dog, you go play with the kids, yeah. you know, you, you find a way out from the adult bullshit. Some some way to um, clear your mind a little bit. This one fits into what the sort of normal patterns of our show. Uh, don't abandon healthy habits. And I think that... Um, I, 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 I'm the person I'm most in tune with about holidays and vacations and stuff like that is Jordan, Jordan Syatt. He's like, you know, if that's what you want to eat, then eat it. 
for holidays or a special occasion or whatever, and then just get back on track. True. But some people have the, the, the trigger, the trip that if they go crazy one day, then they figure that it's, it's over. I, th- I think the other issue is I agree with, uh, with most things too. And obviously he speaks to a super broad audience. So yeah. he speaks broadly, but I think the other issue is, is that bar scene we were talking about where some people are such social creatures that every weekend they are celebrating someone's birthday. Yeah. So if you're, if you have a huge group of friends or an extended group of friends or family and every weekend's a, an excuse to celebrate and mm. now you're slamming cake and beers every single Friday, Saturday, it's going to be really hard to get healthy that way or look the way you want or feel the way you want. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty decent at it now, but I'm very antisocial. So yeah, I go a little crazy on Thanksgiving and Christmas mm. and then try to rein it in every other day of the year. I, I, people get guilt about it. It's not worth getting guilt no, about. No, for sure not. Especially if it is, if you can control it to one day. And obviously, yeah, yeah you don't want to eat till you're throwing up and freaking absolutely stuff yourself. But it's all right if you have fucking four cookies on Christmas. And if you're the kind of person that experiences the stomach shrinking sh- phenomenon, not everybody does, yeah. but where you just can't eat as much because you're not eating as much, then then pace yourself through it and, and don't, you know, you can take a little bit of something without having to take a, a whole yeah. You know, and even exercising, like I used to, I've gone back and forth on it in my own head for my own life and others, like working out before Thanksgiving, like you shouldn't feel like you have to, but I don't think it's a terrible habit either. I'll probably do it this year because I know a lot of the kids probably will want to. So I'll probably come in at eight, nine in the morning on Thanksgiving, grab a session, wish them a Thanksgiving. Like we were talking about, like your kind of chosen family is like what we have here and work out with them. Mini celebrate by deadlifting and yeah. fucking around, and then I'll go, yeah, be on a couch and eat cookies all day. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. It's just such a weird psychological mix that goes back and forth, right? Where, like, especially in the fitness industry when you're deep in it, but also because it obviously resonates into the pop culture eye, where, you know, in 2010, you're you're unhealthy because you only eat tilapia and broccoli. Mm-hmm. So now we have to do flexible dieting. But then you take that too far and now you're tracking your Pop-Tarts and you're eating Pop-Tarts all day. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you don't work out enough. We have to train. We can't work out. We have to train. Mm-hmm. And if you're not training, you're unhealthy. So you need a program and you need to train six days a week. Well, that's a little obsessive. So now we need to go more an intuitive route with our food and an intuitive route, more holistic approach with our workout, right? There's always these back and yeah. forth arguments yeah. Kind of like politics, right? Everything swings one way or the other. This PC era seems to be coming to a, a, a halt, and so things are going to turn the other way. And I bet you in three years, we're going to have some really dark humor coming out, right? Like everything goes that way. Just in fitness, it seems to go like six months or a year rather than politics or something huge takes, you know, six years. Fashion, six, seven years yeah. waves. Um, so I don't know your answer for you guys. You got to figure it out on your fucking own, but I don't think it's a bad idea to. To, uh, I think the only bad idea is when you make any example or any excuse to eat cake because that's what I see the most often, right? Every day is a day to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got I got done with work. Here's four beers. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I don't know if that's worth celebrating. Yeah. Like not, yeah. not every meal needs a, a dessert. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, you know, not – they. Lane talks a lot about hyperpalatable foods and how the – People just, you know, zoom in on those and just yeah. and just live there. And obviously, those things are, are if you can if you do them periodically, that not that big a deal. If you're doing them 
to the exclusion of everything else or just overindulging in them, then it's going to be a problem. It's yeah, just, the truth is just self-awareness. Because you got to know, are you the guy that can have a handful of chips? Yeah. Or are you the guy that cannot? Yeah. And some people can. I and, have a lot of friends. Kyle can. A lot of people can. A lot of people can't. And you might, I mean, you might not be the same person all the time with that either. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mine goes in seasons for sure. Yeah. In the winter, I'm crazy. Just because I think the cold, I just want to eat a lot. Yeah. In the summer, a little less so. Yeah, right now, I mean, you know, I've been losing some weight and I'm not hungry a lot of the time. Yeah, that's good. That's a good spot. To, it Liter- feels good when I'm like that. Literally, literally just not hungry. It's easier right now. Yeah. I know that it'll get harder as I go along. Yeah, but it'll be it, different phases yeah. for sure. Um, probably the the best place to wrap this one up is seek professional help if you need it. And I know a lot of people do at this time of year. And I I don't know how people feel in general about uh, the online counseling services and stuff like that. But yeah. they are they are like very much more on demand than you can get into see someone in For person. Sure. Especially around the holidays, if they're traveling or yeah. you're traveling, it's probably weird to see someone. I think even scaling that down to what you're talking about, like a little Facebook group or a group chat or a homie, I think that was maybe even number one or two uh, points is like talking about reaching out to people. Yeah. Yeah. Building your own support system with like-minded humans on any level, I think is cool. Right. It's probably not the best if it's just a negative shit talk pity party group chat. But if you got to do that every once in a while, it's probably not the worst thing. Again, like I don't want to be the moderation, you know, everything in moderation, even moderation or whatever the (laughs) fuck the saying is. But um, yeah, if you're just in a group chat and everyone's just negative as fuck, those probably aren't the homies you need to be around. But if you're positive 360 days a year and you got a group chat that just wants to shit on Christmas together, Mm -hmm. eh, that could be cool. Mm Mm-hmm. And don't, yeah, and as long as you don't expect your friends to be able to fix you, the, the po- really what you're trying to do is vent. You're trying to yeah, get, get, out, get out where you're feeling and like, you know, as you're saying, you kind of have to take their temperature on where they are with their shit. And they sometimes people can be positive about your your things and very negative about their own. And For that's, sure. you know. Yeah, it's a decent mix. Yeah, that's that's its own issue. But um, the, I, the worst I think the worst of holidays is when you feel entirely alone. Right. And so if you can avoid that feeling, it'll be better than, than not. Yeah, go adopt a puppy. <laughs> yeah. That'll keep you occupied. Seriously. All right. Uh, so don't be sad at the holidays if you can avoid it, because I think you can avoid it. Do your best. Um, and if it, if you are sad, don't beat yourself up about it. Just Yeah. Even our Discord, it's a pretty positive spot, but if you want to go bitch there, you got a group of people that are like-minded, so 50%facts.com, join the Discord. It's literally just a group chat. It's free. Um, Feel free to reach out there. I'm in there all day dicking around and chatting, Um, so maybe that'll help some people out there. And that's kind of the idea of this whole gig that we're running. All the content is is to hopefully make people feel a little bit more connected um, rather than pushed out. Uh, and that's our holiday episode. There we go. Welcome to the holidays. Welcome it doesn't really feel like it for me right now, but I think we'll get there. I need to. I don't go out enough. Yeah. Some little things do remind me of the holidays in a good way. Mm. Right, you go to the store and everything's got trees in it. I kind of like that shit. You know what I mean? Just like you yeah. go to Macy's and they got a Christmas tree. Yeah, if you go to Macy's now, I think you can see um, uh, flashback Toys R Us. Oh yeah. I love that. I'm going to go just for that because I kind of like that kind of shit. Or you go to the mall and it feels like Christmas. Yeah. You go to the, you know, whatever it might be. I don't really do enough of that, so I don't really hear. Even the grocery store, like I Instacart a lot. But you go to the grocery store, I, I assume they got Christmas music going on now, if not soon. Probably soon, um, yeah. Little hints like that are good, I feel like. You know, little holiday spirit, folks. But uh, 
3sb.co, new clothing coming just after Thanksgiving, hopefully. Keep you warm for the holidays, um, buy your friends gifts, etc. So stay tuned to that. We will be posting about it, obviously. So follow me, Silent Mike, where you want to find me, Third Street Barbell, everywhere you want to find us. I am at the Jim McD on all the social media. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word, and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you Friday.